0: The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome back to the Devil's
1: Advocates Radio Show, live on the road. Dom, I'm in Vegas, baby, Vegas, I tell you. For the Love of Democracy Tour 2024, thank you to our fine sponsor, Chad's Design Build. Dom, they've paid the freight. I'm here in Vegas without you.
2: you. And yeah, the of, nice hotel without me.
1: It, it, it's strange how it worked out that way. It's just <laughs> yeah. pure coincidence that I would find I don't a good... I not about it at all. No, it's fine. It's fine. That I would find a affordable, air quotes, good room during Super Bowl <laughs> week, yet... You know, when you and I went to Vegas, Dom, nothing but a thirty-two dollar room at the Circus Circus. <laughs> I don't
2: think the drinks cost that much.
1: Dom, I will tell you how much this drink cost. $36.
0: <laughs>
1: In that this little, little tiny bottle of rum cost thirty six dollars. So if I want a drink, thirty six bucks it was. Cheers. It's a happy, sure, happy, happy, happy hour. hour. You could be a part. 844 967 2789. Dom, there is an election going on here today in, in Nevada. It is the primary day. And here's the crazy part it doesn't really matter. It does not matter what happens today. And you say, well, how can that be? There's still a nomination race on the GOP side. And Nevada is the first Western state. And Nikki Haley's going to come out later tonight and claim a glorious victory. I won the Nevada primary on the GOP side. And, of course, you'll see Let's a similar statement from Joe Biden.
2: Assuming she doesn't lose to the none of the above option.
1: Well, that would that would be a sad thing for her. Uh, for her. But, you know, it would be... A hell of a fun day tomorrow on the air because we'd, <laughs> we'd have as much fun with that as the horse fornication, I suspect. Uh, but, anyways, Dom, why is Nevada holding both a primary and a caucus? I got a little source material here. First and foremost, why am I here? Dom, we've been to Vegas as a product at least three times. First time we were out here, we talked about you and John Podesta. We were here for the very first presidential debate in the 2016 cycle. Back when there were still five, it was O'Malley, it was Jim Webb, it was uh, Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton. I forget. Maybe it was just four. Maybe there's a fifth. I don't know who the fifth would have been, though. Not, not important. Here's what was important. We had a hell of a good time in Vegas. We stayed oh, yeah. at that fine hotel, the Circus Circus. <laughs> and the Dems held their debate at the win, which is in the shadow of the Trump Hotel, And, you know, here's another irony, Dom. I think I might have pointed this out to you. Thursday night, there will be a caucus here in Nevada. And Donald Trump's team basically rigged the election to his benefit. And the benefit will be on Thursday because Thursday in the caucus, which the Republican Party of Nevada decided to do for the benefit of Donald Trump, that will award all the delegates. But the state elections run primary here in the state of Nevada that's going on right now as I speak, that Joe Biden will win tonight and Nikki Haley will win tonight, you know, the clean and above board election, that means nothing on the Republican side. Trump would have none of that. You know why, Dom? You know what the crime of the Nevada is? What? Everybody gets a ballot. Universal ballots. everyone gets sent a ballot. unless you opt out and say, "Don't send me a ballot, you get sent to ballot. So Trump didn't like that not one little bit, because how are you going to rig that when there's universal ballots? So Trump's team went to work, and the GOP here in Nevada changed effectively
2: the rules. and they decided the rules to the, do. It. the rules of the GOP. the rules, the rules not, of the GOP. The Rules of the GOP, right, okay.
1: So come Thursday, that's a party function. That is just the Republicans doing their own caucus on Thursday for the benefit of one candidate over all others. They rigged the election in Nevada, the caucus, for the benefit of Donald Trump. So that's why I'm here, Dom, because this is going to play out very interestingly. And last time through, I don't know if you recall, but 2020... Joe Biden won this state in the general. And Nevada is not always what you would perceive to be a blue state. In fact, got a a red governor in the state, a Republican governor. Uh, I would say, historically, Nevada's been a little more of a red state. But not last time through. Not in 2020. In 2020, this state went for Joe Biden. Joe Biden won the state of Nevada by 33,500 votes, approximately. That's a small margin. No. And I would say, Dom, I greatly suspect when we, hopefully you'll come with in the fall, but when we come back here to see what's happening on the ground in the state of Nevada, there's really only four or five states in the whole country that will matter. Here they are. We've talked about this. Wisconsin, where we live and mm-hmm. originate from. Yeah, that's that will certainly be at the eye of the hurricane. Wisconsin, an electoral coin flip in every statewide election. It's Wisconsin, Michigan, which I'd like to think is a little more lean blue these days, but not currently in the polling. Biden trailing Trump in Michigan. State of Georgia, and I would hardly call that a purple state. That's traditionally a red state, but the electoral circumstances. Let's not forget two Democratic senators, one special election the day before January 6th, Tom.
2: Do you recall all that? Do you remember? Yeah, I know. They were having elections, dude. No small small part because of Trump's?
1: Game playing. Because of Trump's. That was the Warnock-Ossoff election. And then, you know, subsequently, let's not forget, a guy I liked a lot is a college running back. He was a Heisman Trophy winner, but a terrible senatorial candidate, Herschel walker (laughs) Man, (laughs) That guy was a joke, right? But Georgia matters. Nevada matters. Arizona matters your state of Michigan, and probably Wisconsin. And above and beyond that, folks, there may not be any other states that matter during the presidential election. And I know we all go out there and vote. doesn't matter if you live in California. When's the last time California mattered? Hell, they'd take six more months to count their votes. We wouldn't even know what the outcome was. Trump might have a fair argument (laughs) to make if California mattered. It does not. But Nevada, it will matter in the fall. But today's primary election is not going to matter as much, Don. Haley will win the primary. I do have a request in with her campaign for either the governor, Haley, or one of her surrogates. But they're they're playing coy right now, Don. There are no announced events from the Haley team in Nevada today. And she's going to win today. Shouldn't she have a victory party on the strip? Shouldn't uh, I, mean, I be yeah, there, Dom? Great.
2: She wins, but she doesn't win any delegates. So, is it really a win if it doesn't count? You know what I mean. It.
1: Well, at this point, she's trying to gain strength. She's trying to hold off the onslaught and the eventual probable domination of Donald Trump. Right? She's playing her yeah. own uh, a four-quarter offense, four-quarter defense, Dom. She is also running out the clock in that if she can just stay a viable candidate, not get crushed, not get electorally wiped out in the delegate count. But if she can last, just let, let's say till the (laughs) Chuck trial and the January 6th trial of Donald Trump, any of the trials, Dom, we might have a New York trial coming very, very soon. Wouldn't it be ironic if it all came down to stormy, stormy, stormy,
2: right? It would be certainly appropriate.
1: So here I am Las Vegas Tom and as mentioned the accommodations a little nicer this time uh staying at the MGM grand signature Tower three very very nice hotel very nice well, Curti,
2: you know. let, let me ask you did you, the the caucus versus the primary thing yes uh, when when Nikki Haley decided that she was going to participate in the primary and not the caucus was it known at that time that the Republican Party in Nevada was going to Move have the, all the delegates assigned to only at the caucus, you know what I'm saying? Or was this Meaning, something?
1: Did she know when what she was signing up for? Um, I Correct. think she did, I think she did, and perhaps she wanted to garner a couple of days' press because she's still going to have a legitimate claim. I won Nevada, and it might be the only state she wins in any electoral outcome, at least with the current dynamics of the Republican MAGA base overwhelmingly supporting this soon to be convicted criminal but right now you know just so more for important the unity to play a, out
2: is a moral victory symbolic. for a Nikki Haley symbolic yes. victory keep talking keep going being out there whatever uh and move on to South Carolina
1: well she's got to survive to South Carolina but anything right now last polling I saw to South Carolina uh Trump's in the 50s Haley's about 20 behind she's in the 30s She trails in her home state where she was elected governor. She trails her opponent. And that's February 24th. That election happens. Uh, Dom, we've talked about the fact Michigan will be a quick turnaround after that. And hopefully you and I will be in Michigan around February 27th when they hold their primary. And then Super Tuesday comes along, Dom. Super Tuesday. That is March 5th. That's supposed to be right about the time that Trump was supposed to go to trial on the January 6th. We'll see when he gets to trial. But come March 5th, I have every, every plan to go up to Minneapolis because Minnesota will be on the clock. They will vote. We'll we'll go see our friends at KTNF 950 AM, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And uh, we'll do a little party up there on Super Tuesday like we did four years ago on Super Tuesday. That was like one of our last events in the public down before the coronavirus kicked in
2: oh man it seems like a long time ago curdie but i suspect
1: tonight luck be a lady tonight (laughs) tonight and only tonight it will be Nikki haley's glory glorious victory tonight in the nevada primary the one that's run by election officials you know the one that trump thinks is rigged because everyone gets to vote and then thursday and i'll be here all week down I'll be playing the ballroom all week long. But come Thursday, we've got a caucus, and I'll be at the caucus. I'm going to the caucus, Dom, and then I'm going to the Trump viewing party with or without credentials because it's at a casino. And you know me, Dom. I love broadcasting live from Las Vegas as a hotel resort casino. I'm at the MGM Grand. I'll be at the Tropicana Thursday night for the Trump Caucus Victory Party if he can win the caucus.
0: The Devil's Advocates. Radio for
2: nasty women everywhere. Summer's Eve
3: on a train
0: bound for nowhere.
2: Thank you for listening to the Devils Advocates Radio Show. Join us on the lines. Offer your takes at 844-967-2789. Dominic, I've got a little more explanation from the
1: Guardian. I'm here in Nevada, specifically Las Vegas MGM Grand Signature Tower 3, 19th floor. Uh, Why am I here? Because today is the primary day in the state of Nevada. And as mentioned, Nikki Haley... Will have a glorious victory to claim but no delegates to show for it and here's why because nevada through the rigging of the presidential primary process by the donald trump team well they've split the caucus and the primary so let me give you a little of the explanation from the guardian the first presidential election contest in the western u.s features a bifurcated primary And caucuses format that's both confusing to voters and renders results difficult to understand nevada's primary for democrats and some republicans is today dom tuesday february 6th while its caucuses for other republicans is thursday february 8th and the western battleground state home to las vegas baby has a much more diverse electorate than iowa and new hampshire it could have been a pivotal part of this year's road to the white house and it may still In the general election, that's what I suspect, Dom. Some wanted to see the state go first in the nation because it's a better cross-section of the country. Instead, the wonky system and seemingly inevitable victories for Joe Biden and Donald Trump make for a less than thrilling election. I'll be the entertainment Vegas this week, Dom. (laughs) So, how's it work this year? Democrats are participating in a primary today. So, today, later tonight, turn on the TVs, election coverage, about, what, 9.06 local time in, in Wisconsin? I think they closed the polls here at 7 o'clock in Nevada. All right, so the Democrats are engaging tonight.
2: in the primary process. An actual primary. In, in an actual primary, not in a caucus, and will actually uh, award delegates based on the results of the primary.
1: That is my understanding, Dom. And the Republicans will hold a primary tonight, and that will be run by the state election officials here of the state of Nevada. And it means Bubkiss except for bragging rights for Nikki Haley and might be the only bragging right she has for a while. So she better take them when she can get them. A a (laughs) moral victory of sorts, Dom. So primary ballots were mailed out to eligible voters already, though people can also vote in person. So everyone gets a ballot unless you personally in the state of Nevada, you will get a ballot. For the primary, unless you've opted not to receive a ballot because you're one of those rigged election believers, right? And someone might steal it out of my mailbox and steal my vote. But anyways, the rest of these sane Nevadans have their ballots mailed to them. And they can either send it in absentee or they can vote in person in the primary today. Now, MSNBC is in Vegas today and they're at a primary location. And I'm glad I didn't go down because it looked pretty boring. A, it's colder in Vegas than it is in Wisconsin this week. I here we're having some unusually warm weather. It's a little ice foggy this morning when I flew out of Mitchell, but my understanding is the weather probably nicer in Wisconsin right now than Las Vegas. It's a drizzly 46 degrees in Las Vegas. And I'm watching the street scene of the MSNBC reporter and he's at the primary <laughs> and it says vote here, right? But nobody's voting. And finally, they have this guy on screen for probably five, six, eight minutes. No voters had entered the building. And then finally I see a lady and I'm like, oh, oh, I think. I, and I think that was just a camera person.
2: <laughs> no.
1: I have still yet to see a Nevadan participating in the electoral process today in person or on the television, on the boob tube, Dom. Uh, but anyways, a little bit more. So primary ballots are mailed out to eligible voters already. The people can vote in person For the caucuses, that, again, that's Thursday night. That's the rigging part the GOP did for the benefit of Trump. Voters must attend in person. That's Thursday from 5 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. So that would be from, well, 7 to 9.30, Dom. We won't have results on the air that night. But I bet Trump wins
2: as the only guy
1: caucusing that night. Well, technically, there's some long-shot guy, uh, Binkley, Ryan Binkley, I think, is technically caucusing here in Nevada against Trump on Thursday, but you've never heard of him either, so he's not going to win. Uh, the caucuses happened just that day. You must be in person. And, Dom, here's the part that Donald Trump likes a lot. You must have a photo ID. Now, that was different than the caucus process, at least that we thought we were witnessing in Iowa, Dom, because people were walking around with, like, Brown grocery bags. Everyone wrote down their preferred candidate on scrap of paper and threw it in. Like, (laughs) where's the ballot security there?
2: Uh, I didn't see any IDs getting checked in Iowa caucusing.
1: We did not see that when we were in Iowa, in Dubuque, the night of the Iowa caucus. And, you know, Trump, what, got low 50s that night? DeSantis got his ticket punched to Newsmax, and Nikki Haley (laughs) was the only one that, 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 really had any claim of any sort of anything she's the only momentum
2: of anything
1: non-trump opponent effectively uh so voters have to be registered here in nevada with a political party to vote in the primary or caucuses so a large portion of independent voters in the state need to sign up with a party ahead of time to Mm. participate dom will they do that do you think independents are going to show up today for the primary, go and register as a Democrat or a Republican if they weren't already, or go register as a Republican and show up at the caucus on Thursday. How many independents for these non-contested primaries
2: no, are going to make any on, effort? No. no.
1: Why? I would so say, from my personal observation, watching the reporter on MSNBC so far, I saw zero people <laughs> taking advantage of that today.
2: So, so anyway, I want to be, be clear on this. So, you still have to be registered with a party to cast your vote, but you can cast a vote in both the primary and the caucus. You could both. You could twice theoretically,
1: you could theoretically on the Republican side. Now, Trump has already, when he was in Vegas most recently, like within the week, uh, said, don't vote in the primary. It's rigged. It's rigged. Don't vote in the primary. Only caucus.
2: Do do the do caucus only the caucus. Thing. Do the caucus
1: thing. Yeah. Do the caucus thing, right? Well, technically, Dom, Joe Biden is not the only Democrat on the ballot today in Nevada either. There's your girl, Marianne Williamson, the self-help author. We met her in Vegas, I believe, Dom. And we had the opportunity to interview her. Uh, we, 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 We passed on our interview opportunity with Marianne Williamson that day. And then there's Dean Phillips, the Minnesota congressman running the most mainstream challenge to Biden, is not... Not on the ballot in Nevada, though he was in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Obviously, he huh. did better in a state where Joe was not on the ballot in New Hampshire. He got, what, 20%? Dean Phillips did? He got less than 2% in South uh, South Carolina. He's not on the ballot in Nevada. He's not going to make much of an impression here, I suspect, Tom. No,
2: no writing but campaign the, for Dean Phillips in Nevada going on?
1: I have no idea. I have not seen any Dean Phillips signs since I've been here. But the real question, the real question, the only question tonight, will Nikki Haley have more people pick her or none of the above? Because on the primary in the state of of Nevada, none of the above is a viable option. So, therefore, Nikki Haley could lose to the Trump supportive, because Trump ain't on the primary ballot. They could all come out and say none of the above devil's advocates just choose us you win every day come back
0: i would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't
2: for those meddling devil's advocates
0: Welcome back to the
1: Devils Advocates Radio Show. Tuesday, crudy's on the road, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada primaries going on today, both Republican and Democrat. Although no delegates awarded to Nikki Haley, despite later on tonight, I guarantee Dom she'll be claiming victory in Nevada.
2: You know, <laughs> as long as none a- of the above doesn't you know break out and win.
1: We'll we'll see. That, that'll that be something to watch for tomorrow's big program, Dom. And we will move on from Nevada here, but not this week because I'm here all week. And they are having a primary today. I did want to point out, uh, currently Nevada, and I talked about this, Dom, this is one of the most important swing states in the nation. Uh, the state of Nevada currently has two Democratic senators, which I see is a good thing. They include... Catherine Cortez Masto, serving since 2017, and Jackie Rosen, serving since 2019. The state of Nevada also has four congressional districts. Currently, three of those four seats are held by Democrats. But the governor's office is held by a Republican dom. So, again, the state of Nevada, much like the state of Wisconsin, you know, you see it go back and forth, something of a purple state, something of a swing state, something of, you know, a electoral college state that will matter. And I think there might just be like five, but just for the record, Joe Lumber, uh, Lombardo, Joe Lombardo, looks like he's a former sheriff or law enforcement agent. Um, uh, The governor serves a four-year term He has been the governor since 2023, Joe Lombardo. He is the Republican governor of the state of Nevada. Two Democratic senators and a crazy caucus-rigged election happening here on the Republican side. I'm pretty sure Joe Biden's going to run away with, what, about 99% of the primary vote on the Democratic side. He'll claim victory, certainly. Joe Biden was just in town yesterday, Dom. Can't believe I missed my president. Should have got there a little earlier, Cody. What are you thinking? <sighs> I didn't know Joe was coming.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, and one more thing, one more reason, Dom. And I hate to bring this up, but uh, you and the audience may or may not be aware. a Little football game going on in this town this week. The Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl. When when I talked to the the taxi guy and a couple of the service employees I've spoken to so far, I've only been here for a few hours, but Dom, they were they were more interested in the Super Bowl and then the primary politic in today oh, I believe
2: uh, it I believe it.
1: cab driver didn't seem seen... like he had taken too many guys to the primary polls this morning
2: <laughs> no no but they're going to the casinos to put down some action on the on the football game uh I'm seeing like a what San Fran giving up two have you seen lines over there at the sports book yet crudy I have not been to the
1: sports book although I do have my MGM grand app fully uploaded and ready to go I'll I'll start looking at my picks a little bit later but I can tell you this, Harry Reid International Airport, the airport here in Las Vegas, 160,000 people a day flying in. This is the busiest airport in the world this week. Wow. My understanding. I can only tell you,
2: fairly busy today.
1: 844
2: <laughs> uh, And of course, 40- the big...
1: Well, I was going to mention the breaking news. Donald Trump has lost his appeal in the D.C. Circuit. Hopefully it's game on, trial soon. Uh, But, of course, Trump is threatening an appeal all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. But we've
2: talked about that. And he has, according according to the ruling he has until Monday, this coming Monday, it'll be the 12th, uh, to get that done. Uh, And I, I am of the opinion that the Supreme Court will not take it up hell uh, some prognosticators are, are, are considering that perhaps this thing could start uh, as early as May. Uh, but there's other other trials as well, and it's, you know the news just keeps on coming. I Just want to throw this out there from the AP: uh, the judge in Donald Trump's civil fraud trials demanding more information after a key witness was reported to be in negotiations to plead guilty to perjury in connection with his testimony in the lawsuit. What? In an email posted to the trial docket on Tuesday, Judge Arthur Engoron asked lawyers in the case to provide him with a letter detailing anything you know about a situation involving Alan Weisselberg, the former longtime finance chief at Trump's company, the Trump Organization. Here's what Engoron wrote I do not want to ignore anything in a case of this magnitude, suggesting he may disregard all of Weisselberg's testimony if he were to admit lying on the witness stand. And Goran cited a February 1 report in the New York Times that Weiselberg was in negotiations with the Manhattan DA's office to plead guilty to perjury and admit that he lied on the witness stand when he testified at the civil fraud trial in October. The newspaper cited people with knowledge of the matter. The Associated Press, citing two people familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymity, reported that Manhattan prosecutors were weighing a potential perjury charge against Weiselberg. As the presiding magistrate, the trier of fact, and the judge of credibility, I, of course, want to know whether Mr. Weisselberg is now changing his tune and whether he has admitted he lied under oath in my courtroom at this trial. And Goran wrote in the email. The email went to lawyers for Trump, Weisselberg, the Trump Organization, and other defendants, as well as counsel for the New York Attorney General Letitia James' office, which brought the civil fraud case. Messages seeking comment were left with Weisselberg and Trump. Uh, They have declined to comment, and Goron asked lawyers to respond. By 5 p.m. Wednesday, that's tomorrow, adding he wanted their thoughts on how he should address the matter, including timing of his final decision in the case, which court officials have said should be ready by mid-February. Weisselberg is one of 40 witnesses who testified over the two-and-a-half-month trial, answering questions for two days about allegations that Trump lied about his wealth on financial statements given to bank and insurance. We know the story. We've talked about it. So this is, a, this is a new wrench in this thing. I mean, if, if Weisselberg admits to perjury and, and Goran can dismiss everything that that guy said on his witness stand, I mean, $370 million. I mean, he may be, may be very, very inclined to award such a, 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 a number if the CFO was lying on the stand. So uh, again, and also, uh, what, February, I'm sorry, March 25th is when the Manhattan DA Is supposed to bring the case against Trump in the Stormy Daniels payoff case, which is really an election interference case because he did the payoff. It wasn't about the payoff as much about the sex. It was what was the point? What were they trying to do? Were trying to keep it out of the newspapers so it would not influence the election. I don't want to talk
1: about that stormy, stormy, stormy at this point. You know, I see nothing. I think U.S. Senator Ron (laughs) Johnson Johnson. once told us Uh, a little bit more. uh, I'm. Sourcing a Raw Story article, Dom Ingeron, again, this fraud trial of Donald Trump, added that he may use Weiselberg's alleged per- perjury as a basis to invoke falsus in uno, in reference to the term falsus in uno, falsus in omnibus, which is Latin for false in one thing, false in everything. Uh-huh,
2: this suggests right. that
1: Ingeron may disregard Weisselberg's entire testimony during the civil fraud trial is untruthful and use that to inform his final judgment. Uh, And as you've mentioned, New York Attorney General Letitia James is seeking up to $370 million in disgorgement penalties, air quotes, disgorgement penalties. It's like pulling the tick, right? (laughs) Related to Trump allegedly inflating the value of his real estate assets, to obtain preferential tax and insurance rates. She also is aiming to have Trump and his adult children, at least the boys, right? Somehow Ivanka has stayed out of this, but has also aiming to have Trump and his adult children banned from serving as officers in any New York-based company for at least five years. And a massive penalty, Dom, according to this reporting, is a near certainty, as Ingeron already ruled that Trump committed widespread fraud in financial filings submitted to the state. That decision was later upheld by the New York appeals court. However large, the final judgment may be, I hope it's huge, Dom. It will be a significant financial blow to the former president who's already been ordered to pay 88.3 million in compens- uh, in, in damages to writer E. Jean Carroll in her defamation trial. And in order to appeal a civil judgment, in New York, Dom, again, This is a civil case, not a criminal case, but the appellate must put a bulk of the judgment in a court-controlled account while the appeals process plays out. This means that if he was ordered to pay $370 million that Letitia James is asking for, the ex-president would almost have, he would need half a billion dollars. Right? 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 In the middle of yeah. trying to raise money for his presidential campaign. And right now, Dom, the resolution as amended to, what, impeach Alejandro Mayorkas as the Department of Homeland Security secretary, it has failed, Dom. It has failed. 214 to 216, 214 Republican yeas, four Republican nays, 212 Democrats all voted no 216, this impeachment measure, the first one against a sitting cabinet secretary in 150 years. It has failed like everything else these Republicans try to do in the House.
2: You um, lose. What, wow. Um, 2 I'm looking at 214, 214 for yay,
1: 216 for no. Speaker Johnson at the podium now, but we don't have that sound I'm. I'm just telling you, he's got to be awfully disappointed, Dom. Well,
2: <laughs> they 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 continue to struggle to come up with anything uh, other than what? You know, governing and, and serving the, the, the people of this country. Uh, 844-967-2789. Uh, Nate, what do we got here? You got some, some updates for us?
0: Uh, yeah, Lawrence Andrea on Twitter saying uh, Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin voted no on the impeachment of Mayorkas.
2: Wow, Congressman hmm. Gallagher out of Green Bay is a nay. Interesting. Looks like there's some dissension in the ranks. They've updated it. Now I'm seeing 214 as Yays, 216 as noes, as pretty mentioned. Uh, we also have some conversations today. This border deal, this border funding Ukraine, all this tied in, maybe dead on arrival. We have some stories and some sound on that. We'll get to that after your calls. Eight four four nine six seven. Two seven eight nine. Uh, Mark from the sack. You're up. Welcome, Mark. What do you got for us?
3: Hey, Mark. Yeah, thanks. thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm thinking of thinking of stormy songs. There's "Stormy" by the Mamas and the Papas. I think Dennis Yostek actually both. That. That's a song I remember from back when I was back when I was a lad. But I mean, it's stormy weather for all these Republicans now. I, I see where no. Trump is using PAC money to pay for his daughter's legal expenses. Over now, I mean, that another violation of law. But it, it just is. And the continued support of Donald Trump by the House members, and all of the instruction that wasn't—I mean—that it just is—it it just stretches stretches credibility and credibility for all those guys. That I mean, it just it, is.
2: Yeah, it really does, Mark. And, and thanks for the call, always, man. Uh, I, I saw a report—I think it was uh, at the Hill—Matt uh, Gates and Elise Stefanik unveiled a resolution Tuesday that declares former President Trump, quote did not engage in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Oh, well, thank you for that, Gates and Stefanik. The resolution comes as groups across the country try to disqualify Trump from appearing. Obviously, we know that storyline. Here's a quote from Gates. We are here today to authoritatively express that Donald Trump did not commit an insurrection, and we believe Congress has a unique role in making that declaration. It's not the job of the states, and especially not the job of some bureaucrats in Colorado, to make this assessment and interfere with the rights of voters to cast their vote for the candidate of their choice. As President Donald Trump continues to dominate the polls, extreme Democrats will stop at nothing and attempt to prevent Donald President Donald Trump from returning to the White House. The resolution, which is non-binding, would declare that it is "quote the sense of the House of Representatives" that Trump did not engage in the insurrection or rebellion against the United States, or give aid or comfort to the enemies thereof.
1: Now, so, hasn't the know, R- like RNC that. already made a similar proclamation, Dom?
2: I believe they have. Trust me on this. I'll, I'll trust you on that, Trudy. so Just because yeah, you I, I,
1: say I, it doesn't mean it's
2: true. I we all agreed It's a basketball. So let it be written. So let it be done. Come back with us.
1: We are the greatest radio show ever. Dom can dunk a basketball, and I'm declaring us, you know, beyond reproach in all things, political, all things. humorous, or otherwise. Oh I, I've i said it, so, so let it be known. Your phone calls could be next. Still time for you, 844-96-PARTY.
0: Occupy didn't start on Wall Street, it started on our street, the Devil's Advocates.
2: Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show, our last segment of the day. If you got something to say, hit us up on the lines right now, 844-967-2789. That one goes out to Dan Kelly. You know, it's been a
1: hell of a day for news, Dan. I would like to add, I am here on the For the Love of Democracy tour in Las Vegas, Nevada. A primary going on here. I thought that would be the big news. Election day. Oh, no. That doesn't even compare. Of course, there is the horse fornication allegations, at least focus, tested against Dan Kelly, the aforementioned. We've got the former president of the United States getting shot down by the D.C. Circuit Court unanimously and his claims that he is immune from all prosecution, I think the prosecution will proceed with alacrity, assuming the US Supreme Court cannot find a way to delay this. And the 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 case is imminent, Gurdy. The the case is imminent. Well, I don't think they'll pick it up. I, I think this one is a political loser. And I think they have the good sense not to wait in. But who knows? They overturned right. Roe v. Wade. What do I know? And the other breaking news, the House Republicans seeking to impeach the first cabinet secretary in 150 years, despite zero evidence, they went forward with the impeachment vote today in the House, and it failed them, 214 to 216, uh, Nate pointed out, Mike Gallagher, Wisconsin's own congressman from the Green Bay area, voted against the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas, the what secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. This is all about migration, the border, right? And we've talked about the fact, i perhaps not on the air because it's a moving target, but they've got a bipartisan Senate resolution. It, it's the best damn deal they're going to come up with anytime soon. And of course, Republicans in the House, this same House that just sought to impeach the guy who's in charge of the border failed. <laughs> right? They failed it at their at their goal here. But anyways, Dom, I I suspect they will kill the deal because they want to continue to bash Biden in the head with this whole border issue. But this is gonna get very, very quirky. Your impeachment failed. You killed the compromise, and it's Joe Biden's fault. How's that going to play to the electorate?
2: Uh, I don't, I don't know that it does, but they will certainly try. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. As mentioned, that vote, uh, vote to impeach Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas failed two fourteen to two sixteen. Uh, let's see, Rep. Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin voted against it. Rep. Al Green. Uh, who showed up un- un- unexpected to vote against the bill. A fourth Republican, Rep. Blake Moore, a Republican from Utah, a vice chair of the GOP conference, flipped his vote to no seconds before the vote closed, a procedural move that allows the conference to bring the legislation back to the floor at a later date.
1: They're going to take another crack at this? Well, I was a little confused because the, the first vote was 215 to 215.
2: Right, and I was up, watching
1: yeah. it. I, I was watching it on the screen as they were bringing up the congressional vote tallies in real time, as we're talking about other fine topics, mostly Dan Kelly and the alleged horse fornication <laughs> focus. He looked
2: like a, a. I mean, not, I'm going to be clear. It's not that people, the focus groups are saying that, uh, you know, failed Wisconsin Supreme court candidate twice Dan failed, Kelly, twice failed. Thank you, thank you, and you. Kelly um, actually has fornicated with the horse. It was that uh, apparently a focus group thought that if they were going to pick someone out of a lineup who looked like they were a horse fornicator, they would have picked Dan Kelly. And to that, I have to say 844 <clears> Rico, Rock County, you are up. Welcome, man. What do you got for us?
3: How you doing, Rico? <laughs> hey, how you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Oh, I got to use The, the night's still young, man. On. We'll see how it goes. All yeah, right, oh, oh, man, I wish I was there. wish I was there, buddy. Hey, hey, uh, I got to turn this down here. Hang on, hang on. I got to turn this down. I messed that up, but I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good now. Hey, a football analogy, football analogy. It like Biden has quite literally punted them the damn ball, and they're not even capable of calling for a fair catch. Hell, he's giving it to you on the 50-yard line. And you still, you still, you still, you sit there. Trump, Trump, he's an there. He's like, the way a game, he doesn't think the play clock ever ends. He doesn't even have time. I don't understand these people sometimes. And this border deal, oh, that was a waste of time. Oh, I want to tell you what, guys, that was the biggest nothing burger. That's all a real American can do nowadays, is sit on YouTube and flip a bunch of nothing burgers. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just hoping they're not made of force meat. That's all I can think.
2: <laughs> Rico, you and me both, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. Uh, yeah, very interesting day in news indeed. And, uh, again, the failures of, of the Republicans, the mega Republicans, to get anything done, The the sycophants, the way they follow and, and, and listen to what Donald Trump says. I mean, I, at some point, I know, you know, Trump always said, oh, we're gonna, you're going to get so sick of winning. We play that all the time. I mean, he's been doing nothing but lose, 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 lose. And, and you know, the definition of insanity. Why are you going to continue to follow this guy? Republicans and in, in, in the House, Republicans, you know, maybe perhaps less so to the degree in the Stop Senate. Stop tipping him off. Stop tipping him <laughs> off. We want this. We At this point,
1: at this point, this is our destiny, Dom. Don't tell the Republicans no, to go a different this. route.
2: We don't want this, man. We do not want. Donald Trump should be in, no, shouldn't be be anywhere near any sort of, of, of the White House or any government uh, uh, office. That the, the only government building Donald Trump should be in would be a federal penitentiary, and we'll see what happens because, of course, he was denied his asinine absolute immunity claims. The fact that it took this long caused what? Chutkin to delay the trial, so now we're looking at maybe May. Oh, I'll take May. I'll take it. Yeah, but March 25th, Alvin Bragg, he's still scheduled to go on the Stormy Daniels case. So, while I don't want the Stormy Daniels, you know, to be the one, it, whatever it is, as long as justice is served, as long as justice continues its slow march, right? Uh, I, I'm guess I'm okay with it because what are we gonna do? But well, how Tom, do you? Repul- the- how do, you, how do you accept that, Crudy? How do Republicans continue? Where is their credibility? Does it not at some point reflect upon their decision-making and, and their instincts? Of course it does. It must. Well, you didn't see
1: the resolution they're putting forward that January 6th was hunky-dory with them. And <laughs> Trump is not an insurrectionist. No, and no. if they just wish it to be so and vote on a resolution, well, that'll probably give them all the cover fire he needs. Oh, the one other breaking news story, the 14th Amendment challenge, Trump on the ballot. Well, that's gonna be heard by the Supreme Court of the United States. So we got that to look forward to. We'll have some primary results tomorrow. We'll have new polling, Marquette University Law School poll, and our fine friend, Charles Franklin, he'll join us. Dom, anything else before I sign off here for the Love
0: of Democracy Tour from Las Vegas? By the way, thank you, Uh, Chance Design, build our fine sponsor,